to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Shah. I'm Lily. And we're Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. I haven't written the episode down because I couldn't yes. think. Yes. Uh, 14. 15. 15. I thought it was 16. I left it blank because I couldn't remember. It's 16, isn't it? Friday the 13th was... Yeah, Friday the 13th was 15, I think. Yeah. Oh. Should have made that the 13th. In hindsight. It was out of I mean, our in Pop Funko site, really, because we did yeah, it via it was out, that. It was so out they of our control. Could have not fucked us over, really, to be honest. Insidious. Insidious. Before we start, I just want to say a quick thank you. We got our Spotify wrapped up podcast details in, and I didn't even know this existed. So when I got the email, I was pretty chuffed. And turns out, a lot more people than just Yara and a few of my students listen to us. <laughs> can't do them all. Can't give them all individual shout No, we're Yara, not going to give Yara's, you... Yara's the OG. Yeah, Yara's the OG, so she gets a shout out. And, you know, we just want to thank you for listening to us because we think we're geniuses, but, you know, we know we're not deep down. But the fact that somebody hears our ramblings is it's quite nice. The, the idea was never to... Build an audience. We no. just we just always had chats about horrors after we'd watch them and just thought amazing. Well Often the same chats as well. Yeah. <laughs> we we have the same chat about four or five times. So yes, we are on Insidious. Your one of your favourites. It is it is one of my favourites. I just think it's got everything you want from a scary film. I I, I couldn't. I well, every film's got its flaws, but I mean, there's there's just nothing about it. I, I could watch it. I think horrors can be quite hard to watch over and over again because you. Ultimately, you learn the twist, and it it, yeah. becomes, it loses its touch after a while. And that's not nothing to say about the, the films themselves. It's just I think the horror genre is quite hard to to make a film that's so rewatchable. It kind of has to be a classic, um, and has to break new boundaries to watch it over and over again. And I yeah. think Insidious is one of them. That... I was going to say I do think I know that because you you paranormal is very current, isn't it? Like the whole um, other side of things, demonic possessions, blah blah blah. Do you? Do you think Insidious will be classic? Some in thirty years, they'll look yeah, at it the same way I th- that I think they must do. I think. See, I think paranormal activity. Well, uh, it's so hard to judge paranormal activity because if you look at it now, I think it's a very average film. But it was one of the first, other than like Blair Witch and stuff. Mm. It was definitely the most. Uh, it was the most. It, highlighted. it went mainstream yeah. for a horror film to go mainstream. I think horror is like a genre that's not actually that. It's not that like comedy is like massively mainstream. Yeah. Um, love stories are massively mainstream, whereas horror is kind of its own little subgenre where it did seem to bring sort of horror back onto the map and paranormal especially. Yeah, back I, onto I, the map. I think horror. A lot of people when it'd be hard. Like if you asked anyone, do you watch comedy films? Everyone does. The, every Everybody's person. seen a comedy film. Yeah, yeah. Whereas horror films, people kind of it's either you love them or you hate them. Yeah. You're, people don't like yeah. being scared. Everybody likes to laugh. Yeah. But, but people, not everybody likes being scared. So for Paranormal Activity to bring that into mainstream, it did well. Um, but I think Insidious is what, what it's for. I think Insidious is what it's for Conjuring. I know you won't agree with it, but I, I just think it's it's a perfect I, film. Yeah, I mean, I like, I don't think it's very good for character development. I don't think we get, well, actually, it might be good for character development, but I don't like the character development that takes place. Whereas The Conjuring... I do like but it. But hand on heart, honestly, and please answer this as honest as you can. 
put put bias to one side. Crying. Do you dislike Josh in this film because in the Conjuring when he's Lorraine and who else? What's his name? Ed. Ed. Ed's such a more lovable character, and you've got there's such more of a power duo where you want to root for him. Whereas in this film, Josh has got his his flaws about him, which can make you think, why are you being a dickhead about, it? or why are you being a knob? But that doesn't mean it's bad character development. It just means no. It's but I mean, in terms to... of I don't like the characters. It it does obviously sway me that. Uh, Vera Famiga and Patrick Wilson are amazing in The Conjuring. Like they, they're they are a, they're a power couple. But you know, I find myself really liking Renee in this one. I like the I like the woman. I like. I, the I liked both of them, um, I but I don't characters. like Patrick Wilson's character. It was very well acted. I'm not saying it was badly acted, but I hated him. And I am. Why? I, why did? Why? We'll get onto it. I feel like I, I've got little. Because I knew you'd say this, and I've got counter arguments against what I think. The you're amount of say. times I've said "asshole" in my notebook, right. <laughs> like written "asshole," but uh, there are certain things where I'm like, mm, "You are a knob," like beyond the idea of knob. But I think I do. I don't want to be sexist and say it's just general guy things because that's not every guy's like that. And you know, women have flaws as well. I'm not saying that, but by the same count. He's a fucking gaslighter. What do you mean? He gaslights Renee all the time. Makes her feel bad for feeling scared and vulnerable. We'll, we'll wait till we get on to that. We will. Because I've got, I've got a bit to say about it as well. Okay. I'm already feeling the tension building. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So let's start with the very first thing. This soundtrack is the most horrific it, soundtrack in the entire it's world. It's terrifying. It's so loud as well. I went to go see this with mum in the cinema the very first one and uh <laughs> i didn't know what was coming obviously because there's, there's not really been anything like this beforehand apart no. from paranormal activity but it was it wasn't even really like paranormal activity and uh you, hearing that music and then the insidious title just blasting yeah. out and the violins do they just I, I remember shitting myself in the cinema the thing is, I think if that was a score for a film that wasn't very good, it would be shy. It 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 annoy me, but it, the score just suits a film so much. It's it just so it's so insidious. Yeah, and it's so in your face, and I think it sets a tone where anything goes in this film. Yeah, that it was horrific. The, the soundtrack like is horrific. Other scores like Halloween and and stuff like that. The kind the kind of creepy calm like do you know what do you yeah. know what I'm saying it's got that that, is full it's got an eerie vibe whereas this is release your this is going to be fucking hell yeah <laughs> it's going to be I, the worst hour and a half of your entire life and I, I hate that I hate that it's there but I love that it's there I hate the noise because it's so it's, it make, it, it's like uh, fingers down a chalkboard yeah like, exactly that type it sets of thing. you on edge yeah. doesn't it yeah I completely agree so I, I just remember like dying in the cinema and then we've got the opening title sequence and James Wan as much as I love him as a director he's directed some of my favourite horror films he is the master of pointless opening sequences because you're just sitting there like yep there's a light Yeah. yep there's this there's that okay thank you I didn't want to know the runner's name but cheers Yeah. and so you just go through that and I'm not a fan of opening title sequences anyway but hey ho most of them have them now so first thing we see is Rose Byrne who is Renee in the film she is laying in bed with Josh, Patrick Wilson, you absolute snack. Even though even though I absolutely hated him in this film, I was just I was just looking at him like you absolute dish. He, oh, he's a beautiful man. However, she gets up because he's snoring and goes downstairs. It's apparent that they've moved in to just moved in or they've 
that she's sort of like unpacking every, every stuff. Every horror film is basically we're moving in or yeah. moving out of somewhere. But this one has a twist, and I like that because it's not the house. Yeah, and it, it's quite a clever thing that they've done there because they could have set it in their home that they'd move. Like it could have been a the house has nothing to do with it. Yeah, the house plays the it's sort of like a pawn in a game of chess. It's like it's not there. It's because even you, I think there's a sense of relief when they move out and Josh yeah. finally. Ab- and then you learn that it's... Because I think it's, it's a little boy scene that it, comes up next and you, you can tell that there's still something going wrong. It's not the house that's haunted. Yeah. It's your son. That's, and, it, you know, it, it does. It, it sort of covers for the real thing that's going on. Matching pyjamas. Bit fucking weird. Do Americans all have matching pyjamas? I thought it was like a Christmas thing. I don't know. I think they wanted to... I think the film is is tearing a family apart, as, as a lot of demonic films tend to do. Mm. And they just try and portray this picture of the, the perfect yeah. family. Well, matching pajamas. To Americans, Josh. that might be a perfect. But we've got, I think you've got American listeners, haven't you? So I best be careful what I say. Why doesn't Josh have matching pajamas? I, I won't wear matching pajamas. Maybe Josh is like yeah, me. But... I think I feel like I do relate to Josh quite a bit. <laughs> I actually. It's not do. a good thing. Why? Why is it a good thing? He's a normal guy. He's not a normal guy. He is a normal He's an guy. Asshole. Right. So, <laughs> she, right. This is my first point. Let's go. Here we are. So Dalton doesn't like his room, and then it cuts out. And we also get it's there's an inkling as well about Josh doesn't like photos because there's one picture of him with Renee when they got married, I believe. But and I, I really I think I tried to pause it several times to see if she was in the background of the photo, but she wasn't. Right. And then Dalton asks if there's any pictures of his dad and his mum's like, Oh no, I don't I don't think so, but there's some of me and so they're looking through that. And then it's the opening scene, it's the kitchen scene. Hmm. So she's rushing around. Patrick Wilson's just fucking chilling out. He's, you know, taking his steady old time, getting ready for work. Appreciate he has a job. Appreciate he's a teacher. But, you know, he won't even take the boys to school. He could have fucking woken up a little bit earlier. She's got a lot to do today. She's got a screaming baby, two kids on the floor. The house is in complete disarray. I may concede some points to you in this film and being like, okay, I agree with you at that point. Maybe he's not such a massive dick. But it is a bit of a dick move. I know, but I, th- I think, well, that's reality. People people can be selfish sometimes. Everyone's selfish sometimes. Like, it's that that's that's something that might make you think, oh, come on, like, like come on, mate. But when we think, oh, what a dickhead this guy is, just be like, well, yeah, but she's clearly knackered, and it's the idea that it sets off from the morning. And I'm not blaming him for snoring because people snore. I'm not saying that it, you know, he's a massive dick because he snores, but. You've automatically got that idea like she's the one who has to be up. She's the one who's got to make sure the kids are ready. She's this, she's that. And I'm sorry, but as a dad, you take some fucking responsibility. Like, she said as well. I don't know. If I was at work and my partner wasn't, I'd expect them to take the kids to school. Yeah, but she's just moving in the house. She's got a shitload to do. She was on the phone to the realtors because something bad had happened before and or she was trying to keep the same phone number wasn't it or something like that the kids were screaming messing about stuff was everywhere and he just strolled in waltzed in then waltzed out and you know renee even said i wouldn't mind if it was like oh would you mind taking the kids to school and he was like oh no it wasn't like he didn't know he wasn't supposed to take the kids to school because she says i thought you were going to take the kids to school so they clearly arranged I can't believe this before with it. she really dislike him, i, I don't yeah. like his character in this and i do agree with you to the point that maybe it is because in the conjuring he is such a good and wholesome character but and i know this is a different character but it's just he's got sort of gone the polar opposite and so it 
yeah, I don't I don't like his character here. But he is redeemable slightly towards the end. I do give him that. Anyway, Renee is playing at the piano. So we learn that Josh, we learn it a little bit later actually, Josh has let her come out of work for a little while so that she can work on her music which I also slightly take umbrage with. But we'll go we'll go with that in a minute. Baby's crying, nothing's untoward. She goes upstairs and sort of his is it the attic? Is is it an attic? Loft, it sort yeah. of winds around, yeah? yeah. It's creaking a little bit and she goes out, she gets on the ladder, turns the light on, and then the fire burner starts going. Yeah. Do you not think that's a bit odd? Like it just turned on randomly. Unless I mean they might have it on the timer. A bit of foreshadowing because it's the, mm. the man with fire on his fire face on his or whatever. Face, yeah. So it might be a bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. Maybe. Well, no, because it uh, actually, yeah, the demon at this point probably would have. Yeah, it uh, was still, it was lurking, wasn't it? Well, Elise said that Dalton's had the ability to do this for a while. He's, he's an expert, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. So I'd imagine, and they say that they latch on to you, but so mm. it's almost like a loading bar. Like you can get to like ninety-seven percent complete, but then if you shut off your computer, the the installation or whatever stops at that percentage, but then when you open your computer back up, it'll resume. A little that's bit kind, more. That's kind of what, to me, the the, the portray the possession. Um, to be. Yeah, the, the it's like it, it'll latch onto you, but it needs time, it needs energy. Yeah. And when you're not in the further, when you're not travelling, they can't touch you. So yeah. by making Josh forget, that's why he couldn't get touched anymore. And when Dalton, I think that's why when Dalton got knocked out unconscious... For that time, he was unconscious. He travelled in the further and got taken too far. That was yeah. like that was like on ninety nine percent. And then when he got knocked unconscious and travelled, the, the, he, he, he was taken. Yeah. Well, I saw it as sort of just like you said. It, when we were kids, I don't know if you used to play it when you were a kid, but we had a game called "What Time Is It, Mister Wolf?" And there was somebody who had to face the wall, and there was like a line of you, and you had to get closer and closer. And then if the person turned around, you had to freeze and you yeah, weren't allowed yeah. to move. And it sort of reminded me of that. Yeah, like, get, it yeah, was yeah. sort of lurking behind, but it couldn't get much closer. But, I, yeah, I agree. But it could have been, that heater could have been on a timer or anything. That's maybe why she was sort of, like, okay with it's it. It's all about setting an eerie feel yeah, for the film, isn't it? definitely. We then get... They're all uh, together as a family. Josh has brought home the kids a toy. Dalton's upstairs playing with a shark and a sword. Very odd, but okay, we'll go with it. And... The door, the attic door creeps open. This is the scene where Dalton goes on the ladder, falls off. Um, does he? I I think maybe I dreamt this, but in the cinema, I swear I saw when Dalton sort of turned around and was looking in the darkness, the hooves. I didn't, I didn't I, notice him. I remember seeing. I remember at the fox. I put does. Does a uh, does Dalton see the demon because he sees something? Yeah. but I don't think you know what it is. You might see him. I I never noticed him. I didn't. I didn't in the film, and you know it's not as if we were watching it for dodgy website. We had it on Netflix. Netflix, and so you'd you'd assume you'd have seen it. Yeah. But yeah, maybe that was just sort of I, I thought it happened, maybe but it didn't. Director's cut. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Then they come in, and there's you know they're sort of quite concerned, like Josh here. Okay, I'll give him props. Looks, he's caring. He was like, you know, where does it hurt? This, this, this. He was really concerned, and I like that about him. And I really enjoy as well the scene. And this is where he starts becoming a little bit more redeemable. They're both laid together on the bed, and he's that they're talking about her music because her hymn sheets have gone missing, and she is sort of saying, well, 
you know, I've, I've, I'm taking time out for my music, and he starts singing, and he's like, "Oh, the song's all about me," and it's and it's quite a cute scene. Yeah. Can I can I just ask? Do you think the character is a bad person, no. or do you just dislike his character? I dislike his character. I don't right. think he's a bad person. That, that's better then. That well, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's just I don't think he's a bad person because everybody has flaws. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine because you disliking an opinion, you disliking the character is your opinion. Yeah. Whereas if you'd have thought it was a bad character, I'd have been. No, like, I don't well, think he's yeah, a bad character. Bad, bad person, even. Yeah. No, right, that, definitely not. Do you think his character is a bad person? Like, say, if he was real life? No. That, that's fine. I think he's very flawed, and I think if my friend had him as a husband, I'd be a bit like... Really? At some points. Yeah. I just... it Maybe it's not a big deal for you, but you said you relate to Josh quite a lot, so maybe it's not... I just I just feel like there is, there is parts in this film where Josh does seem like a... He can act like a dickhead. But at the same time, that that's that's part of being a couple. You... There's times when you are included yourself and you forget about the other person and you forget about what's going on. Like, yeah, I get when that. When you get in a mindset of you're struggling, which there seem to be during the film, there seem to be both going through different things. And Josh could do a lot better to help do it as a team. Yeah. But that that's just, a, like you said, that's a flaw in his personality, but I don't think that means he doesn't care for his family. Or he don't yeah, care but I never said he doesn't care yeah, for Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying. I, I, think he's, I think he's a good person. Mm, yeah. I suppose. I mean, he's not evil. I wouldn't go as far to say he's evil, but he is a very flawed character. And I can't remember where we were going then. Ah, yeah, right, okay. We're in the morning now. So he comes downstairs, and I quite like this bit because it seems a lot more settled. Things are unpacked, and it's all sort of going well. And Renee asks him to go wake Dalton up because he hadn't got up yet. And he's literally just come into the kitchen and then he just sort of like flies upstairs yeah. again. And he tries to wake Dalton up, but Dalton's not waking up. We cut to the hospital then. He's, the doctor confesses he's in a coma, but there's no brain damage. There's no cause for why he's in a coma. But I find this I very thought, weird. I thought, the opposite. I thought he said he was in a coma-like state. Yeah. But because of this and this, it's not a coma because he was st- there was something still responding. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in a coma, but not a coma. It's not like... It's a, a coma state. Yeah. He can't classify it as a coma but because it's something that's responsive. I think it's very weird that they were just like, oh, yeah, well... It, it is weird. I think I think if a, if a patient came in and left something... Like came in with something that was unexplainable by doctors. They'd surely want to keep him yeah. as close as possible and run tests and figure out what it is. Not to be like, oh, we can take him home then. But what good is a film if he's going to be in hospital? All yeah, time? true. So he comes home, and we don't really know how long he's in hospital for because they do mm. say we want to run some more tests for him. Yeah. So and it, then it just cuts to three months later, and I was just looking, and I can't help it here because. You know me. Always look for the inner details and things. But fuck me, that health bill must have been massive. In America, it definitely. I know would have been. how. Like you've got to think. Not only like the tests and stuff you have in hospital, but all the equipment at home. Like holy shit. Yeah. And, and the care out as well. Yeah, and the thing is as well, you've got. I know you get medical insurance, but they wouldn't have paid out for that because it's not a medical emergency. So that's going to be a hell of a lot of money mm. going on a bill for them. Then Renee is at the piano again, and this bit is so fucking good. It's amazing. So you you start hearing the 
crackling yeah. on the baby monitor. Ah, this is the scene I was telling you yesterday. It was this one where I was watching it and like I could hear it and I couldn't quite remember at what point it starts yelling, but I knew it was coming and I was watching it and then my watch vibrated and it was like, take a break. Stress level's too high. And I was like, no fucking shit. <laughs> and uh, it's sort of whispering. Who do you think was whispering? It's the... It's, I think it's the long-haired demon. I think so as because well. Because he is the one who's always in it. He gets seen in her room and the baby monitor is in her the, the baby's room and yeah. she runs up. Yeah, I think so as well because a lot of people sort of assume it's the lipstick demon. Yeah, but, that, but he, yeah. he wanted Dalton. He wanted Dalton. Does that mean the baby could travel in the further? Because why is a demon wanting that? Yeah, and it played a lot on the baby, didn't it? Like, it was always in the baby's room. Yeah, but a baby, surely a baby can't travel to the... Can't even walk yet. Do you think maybe because Although, a baby's an innocent? I notice that you don't walk in the further, you glide. Yeah, you're At just least chilling. in Josh, when he very first goes into the further, like, when he's leaving the room with Elise in and stuff, it, it, he's not walking, he glides. But yeah. I think when he's actually in there with a the lantern and stuff, he's walking again. Yeah, it was... There's something to do with that, and it's something about... It was too difficult to film. Oh, really? Around gliding in the further, so that's when they did it. I've... That's not one of my behind-the-scenes facts, but I do remember seeing that behind-the-scenes somewhere. can't remember where it's from, though. But, yeah, there's the room scene, so you can just hear, like, flashes of, I want it, it's mine, it's mine, yeah. I want it. And it goes, I want it now! And she, you know, flies upstairs, as you would if your kid was in a coma, A, and B, you had a baby in the house. Yeah. And the the baby's crying, but it's okay. And she's sort of picking up, fussing it. She looks in the wardrobe to see if there's anything there. And there's nothing. Yeah. Once again. And at this... Oh, this bit really hurt. This... this The little kid. When Renee's putting him to bed. It's the other brother. Is it Fletcher? Oh, I don't know. The little name. brother. Says, I don't like it when he walks around at night. No, yeah, but, yeah, but it's before that when she's looking through his stuff. And he's got a certificate. And she's like, this was dated today. And... When did you get this? And he was like, oh, I got it today. And she's like, well, why don't you tell me about it? And he just sort of, he feels pushed aside. And that, <laughs> that really I got to me. I don't even remember seeing that Do scene. you not? Oh, no. my God, that really hurt. Oh, it broke my heart. Yeah, because that leads on to Renee saying, I know it's hard right now. It's hard on everybody. But things are going to get better. I don't remember. Yeah. It. And she stands up and he says, you know, I don't. Can I move rooms? That was yeah. it, wasn't it? I don't like it when Dalton walks around at night. So is Dalton walking around at night? Or is it just that little kid that's haunting the second house walking around at night? Yeah, it's a good, uh, that, that's fair. But I was going to say, yeah, well, it must be. But yeah, it could it could be. All, all it needs is a small silhouette to go past a Dalton yeah. and assume it was Dalton. Because surely if Dalton was hooked up to all the stuff that he's hooked up to, it'd get a bit fucking suspicious yeah. if he was just whipping all yeah, his I stuff suppose, on and Yeah, maybe it is a little kid. Yeah, that's what I thought. And <laughs> this bit makes me laugh because I was like, I would be that kid. He knows what he's doing. Fletcher, I think it's Fletcher. I think it is. He knows what he's doing. He's laid there watching his kid brother and the heart rate going and he's like, nope. Shuts that door and he's running back to his bed and that is exactly what I would do. That yeah. kid has the right idea. Oh, yeah, this is where it all starts linking together with the second one. Oh, when so, the alarm goes off and stuff. Yeah, and... Oh, I don't know whether... I think it actually makes it better having watched the second one and then watching the first yeah, one. Yeah, it, it definitely does. It's so clever, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you think that they intended to do that? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, I think they definitely have to. Because that's, that stuff did, was left unanswered 
the fact that the door was summoned opening yeah. alarms was going off. And there was no there was no because inkling that, of any that, spirits or demons slamming doors shut. That isn't the night when he's walking, the demon's walking across the room and then suddenly comes in. That's no. a different night. This is this one where he stood behind the yeah, it's where he stood behind the cot. Fucking Edward Cullen. Yeah. Does sick. he or does he not look like Edward no, Cullen? No, I don't think so. From no, when it, no, he's not behind the cot. He's behind. He's he's at the window. He's not behind. He's not behind the cot. I thought he was stood behind the cot. No, behind the little white tarp thing. No, he's behind the cot, but there's a window behind the cot. Yeah, no, it's it, it it is behind like the netting, but there's a window behind the oh. cot, and I think he's behind the window. I thought it was just behind the netting. And he just looks like Edward Cullen. <laughs> he, I didn't, like because you get can't a good see it. My yeah, on my phone, it's just yeah, but you don't even when oh, you watch right. it on the iPad. It's just a glimpse, but he does look like a vampire. Right. And so Josh goes downstairs to protect the family. Yes, Josh, good character. You know you're doing well, and. So they all run into Dalton's room. Now this is where he starts fucking up again, and I, I'm, I'm quite interested to see how you can justify this. What? So he's at school. I quite like the little jigsaw on the board there as well. Yeah, James I've, got, I've got that written down. Yeah, he was on there. That was cute. And Renee rings him, and she's like, "You know, when are you coming home?" And he's like, "Oh no, I've just got, to, got to grade these papers." And He's not got a grey papers. He's laid asleep because he's a coward. Uh, it's not because he's a coward. It's because he's going through a lot, which so is the, the woman. And this is where I'm not justifying it, saying it's right, but I can completely understand what what is what he's doing. Is people do try and avoid problems and run away from it. Don't it makes it doesn't make him a bad person. He's making a mistake, and he should be there to support him. But pe- people, that's just what people do. There's there's plenty of times in everyone's life where they've probably they've probably pushed something to the back of the mind and, and stayed out of the way when they know they should really be doing something about it. That's just a human nature. People make mistakes. I know. And obviously but... he doesn't know that a demon in his possessing his son at this point. All he's got is a son who won't wake up, a wife who's going crazy he thinks going crazy anyone would think is going crazy. Yeah. But he's also kids... got a baby in the house. I know, th- this is what I'm saying. It's it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm also saying all he's doing is staying back at work because he's just thinking, I really don't want to go home, which if you don't want to go somewhere, it's hard to force yeah, yourself to go. I know, I know he should. I'm not saying it's yeah. right. But and I'm it's def- all right for him being at work, but she doesn't have a choice. I know, but this this, this is... Yeah, I get what you're saying, but and I'm, I'm not saying it's right, but at the same time, I can understand why he's doing it. Oh, yeah, I, th- I can I understand think it's just, why... I think it's just in the human nature you want to avoid what you can. I can understand why he's doing it, but... Like... I, I, I just don't understand how you don't feel like shit for it and go home. Like, I'd, But maybe that's because I am someone that, you know, I couldn't do that to someone. Even though sometimes I might want to hide away from something. Like, the the guilt of them having to go through something on their own makes me feel like, right, I need but to you, go back. You've got to look at it from our perspective. We're looking at it as the horror film where his, his son's being possessed by No, demons. I'm not. All, all that's his son won't wake up, which must fucking kill him, like kill anyone, including his wife. I'm not. This is. I've got to reiterate that I'm not saying that he's doing the right thing, but I'm saying it's completely understandable why he's why he doesn't want to go home yet. And realistically, all he's doing is staying back at work a few hours. And I, I, I don't know. It obviously is wrong, but I think they're both going through a lot and this is just his way of coping with it. Does he even say in the film this is my way of coping with it? Yeah, he says it when they're sitting on there. But here's the thing, okay, so I'll I'll acknowledge the fact, okay, he doesn't know the son's possessed. 
and he thinks his wife's going a little bit doolally and blah 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 but also by the that point that's a very same point it was only the night before that an intruder could have been in the house and i'm sorry but you can't explain the alarm going off and the door being closed and him closing the door then walking somewhere else the alarm going off and the door being wide open like that's not his wife going crazy so even in practical form somebody could have been in that house because the door just doesn't open by itself they'd have known by then because this is the next day I'm yeah, sure, but I'm sure by they've the done same, a check round the house by this point. Yeah, but by the same point, how does he know that it's not gonna, they're not going to come back? How do they know they want to scope in the area? Yeah, you can say that about every single night of his life. He should rush home from work. Yeah, but the night after... like I see, I see where you're coming from. He's, he's made a mistake, but I, I don't think it warrants disliking the character, in my opinion. It's not just that. I, I dislike what... I, I don't dislike his character. I dislike what his character does. He's, you know, I un- he's a flawed character, and I, I I like that about the film because it, the characters aren't perfect. It's true, but I, I think you just know you're not giving him nowhere near enough credit. Like he's, he literally, so he was a massive skeptic. He thought Elise was chatting absolute bollocks. Like everything, in, as as ninety percent of people would in the life. If someone came in and said your son's being like possessed by a demon there's this whole other dimension that, that you can travel in that he's travelled in and got caught in a demon later you'd be like fucking shut your mouth like yeah, this but- is medically and he's still he's, everything he's done in that film he's done for his to make her happy because he doesn't believe in any of it he was literally fighting demons in the fervour for his son for his family yeah but you've not given me a chance because we haven't even got to that bit yet I know but I've I'm- not said that he's not, a re- I'm not I'm not saying that at this point in time He's, he's not shown himself to be a He's shown good himself light. to be a normal guy who's going through a tough time and he's dealing with it the wrong way, but fair enough, his, his son's in a mass, in an unexplainable coma. That's mm-hmm. why I think it's re, it, they're not justifiable in the sense that he's doing the right thing and fair enough for doing that, but at the same time, people in that in that situation, there'd be that much going on in their head. Maybe they just need some time alone. Maybe that, that that's the time he's thinking and trying to... Trying to work Napping things, trying work. to work things out. I, I, I won't blame. I doubt they got much sleep the night before. Oh, so yeah, he can sleep, but she's alright. Well, how do you know she hadn't slept during the day? Would you? Well, you, but you can't help your body falling asleep if you're that knackered. If you haven't slept, no adrenaline can push through that for yeah, one night. I, I think this is going way too in depth. I think he's just making some mistakes. He's going through a really tough time. Yeah. Well. Everybody goes through a tough time, but people deal with it differently. But, Exactly, okay. and he's not run off and left the kids and family. He's just he might as well work. have done at that point. Oh, come on, he's stayed at work a few hours later. He's avoiding the situation. But you, you imagine what he's going through. Yeah, and imagine what she's going through. I know, we're going in circles. <laughs> I'm not saying what she's he's done is right, but by no means, we've never been in his shoes and we'd, we'd never know what that situation's like. So yeah, he's making a mistake dealing with it that way, but fuck me, let's not execute him from the back because he's he stayed at work a few hours late. Yeah, he's done the wrong thing and he should be there for his wife and family. But it's not, It's to me, that's not a deal breaker to make someone a bad a bad person. Yeah, but I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm saying that you he's You just got... said he may as well have ran off and abandoned his yeah, family. But he didn't. Yeah, but he, by, by default on that particular choice, I'm not saying abandoned permanently, he has abandoned his family. Like, he's abandoned his wife. He's abandoned his kids. Abandoned's a strong word. He's neglected them. He hasn't yeah, abandoned them. But he's not there. Like I feel, we can both agree. Like I, like he should I, be there, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying I don't think it's 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 a not fair play for making that mistake. But all right, I've never been in a position where my life is that much on the ropes, and I, I won't know how to deal with it. So if his way of dealing with it is staying at work, yeah, it's wrong. But it okay, it's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be with your wife and kids. But all right, like I'm not like 
the, the stress levels and stuff for both of them, I agree. So, I don't know. I, it's, I, I understand it's, what it's you're saying. What I do get it. It's wrong what he's doing, but at the same time, yeah. it, I could never put myself in that headspace where your life's falling apart, he's not. He's not a bad person. He is making the wrong choices. Yeah, though. I agree with you on that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I think that's... I think that's the longest debate we've had. I like it. Right, anyway, so he does come home eventually, doesn't he? Yeah, he comes home at about 11, but before that, Renee is changing Dalton's whatever, and there's a red handprint. Which looks scary as fuck. It's just, just the shape creepy. of the hand. It it's, not really even, it's not even a normal hand, though. It's, it's like, a fucking it's long fingered hand, and he can't cope. It's too much. Quickly, this is third one in the film, but I can't remember when. Uh, it, is it the demon's eyes were yellow, and it like, like at a certain point, and it looks like the one that you. I know, me. I saw that. I thought about it when you showed me. I was like, that looks like the one she showed me. I literally went, oh fuck, because <laughs> I didn't remember that being in the film. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, long time dead, the eyes from Long Time Dead. Then so Josh comes home, and. She she calls him out, and I like this because she's actually she's been quite a meek character as mm. of yet, and she's been quite I don't want to say subservient, I don't want to say submissive because she hasn't, but it's been very much traditional. She takes care of the kids, she works on her music from home, he goes to work, comes back, sort of thing, and she sort of says, you know, you you're being a dick, you know this this is really hard, and he's like, you know. Think he does say something like, "Think what this is like for me," and I appreciate that because, as I say, people go through different things. And then Renee sort of like slings the bloody sheet at him, doesn't she? And she says, yeah, yeah. "Well, try and explain this, okay?" And I, I know that she thinks that Josh thinks she's gone a little bit nuts, but also by this point, can you imagine how hard it must be to be seeing these things and to actually? be in that house day to day and then have your husband think you're crazy like that must be shit but this this is what we and he, I'd like to say he never tells he always says I believe you he says it throughout the film even though he doesn't mean it he says it to her to make her feel better but this is what we're saying about a film it makes it frustrating and this definitely has an mm. impact on why you it might not do consciously but subconsciously you think oh just believe her look at what's yeah. look but you at can what's understand. Yeah, yeah I understand yeah because yeah, as, as the audience member you're like look at what's happening but he can't see that yeah he can't see that so most people would think yeah, the, the talking bollocks are going crazy. Yeah. So Renee then gets attacked by... I, I really liked this. So she wakes up. She's So Josh is on the couch because they are not in a good place yeah. right now. And she wakes up and she sees something pacing outside the house. And she thinks it's Josh. But I don't really understand that. Because it's on the balcony. Yeah. Window, yeah. It's on the balcony bit. And then it just appears. Yeah. And... It, it's what it's walking to and from. Yeah, like it passed the window and then a it couple does, of times, and then it walks in. It's in the room and it doesn't. Yeah, walk. I love that they didn't just make it instantly go in. It can It just shows that it's another. It's of another being, like because it just teleports just inside sort of the there, room. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, I really liked that. And she screams, and Josh, you know, absolutely, he doesn't see anything. But she's on the floor, she's crying, she's screaming, I want to get out of this house, yeah. I, I hate it here, there's something wrong with this house, I need to move, I can't stay another night. And he says, then that's what we'll do, yeah. we'll move. And I, you know what, I really, I do value that, I think yeah. it's really good that he did that. Because even though, yeah, maybe he doesn't believe her at this point, there are signs showing, hang on a minute, that, for yeah. instance, the, the bloody red handprint, you can't explain that away. Yeah, I thought they'd have pinned it on the carer or something. 
because that's who saw it first, wasn't it? Or, yeah. she, or the carer just left and she found it. She left it. and she found it. Yeah, that's a point, actually. But with all the stuff that she's been seeing, she'd have... Yeah. Maybe Josh would have. But. Yeah. And you know what? He is really supportive at this point, and he's like, you know, we'll, we'll move. So they do, and you've got Lorraine, the mother, is helping Renee unpack everything, and Renee's like, you don't have to do that. And she finds a picture, and she's like, "How? I don't have a clue yeah. how you got Josh to stay still for this. And I, once again, I was. it was like a found picture, and I was like, is, is the bride there is she is the woman in black yeah, behind that and i couldn't see, see it um but i wonder if that is because he forgot all about it i the way i i play it out in my head is how that how that process works is when you're in the further from what it said when for example dalton because he's a young kid and he doesn't know about the world or about how it works or dimensions or anything he'll be in the further and just think oh like this is cool and start walking around and act very non-suspicious and very innocent and just just basically blend in yeah because he's he's just around there not screaming not looking confused like where am i he's just strolling around well he's got a thing about superman hasn't he like he, yeah. he likes superman so it's like being a superhero flying around so from what it sounded like from what elise said when when you're in the further you are you're leaving a vessel behind which is fine as long as you don't draw attention to yourself and the spirit the people the, 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 the souls in the further don't realize, realize that you're that you're, you're, you're yeah you're still alive and you've still mm. got a vessel because when they do that everyone not not even just because this is a bit when i watched it yesterday i was like oh i didn't actually know that it's not just demons that want to take over it's any spirit everyone yeah. wants to live again yeah but it's, I'd imagine the demons are like the alphas, like the gangs. Like if they're after a body, you're not fucking with that because mm. a demon can still make your life hell even if you're dead. So in my perspective, it 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 sees this vessel, it latches onto it, and I don't think you know about it till it's too late. And I think, for example, the fireface with Dalton, it would have seen him come and travel, and maybe got a bit suspicious and thought, oh, mm. then it, it might have fallen back to him when he goes back to his room and thought, right, this guy, this this kid knows how to travel. And he'll just stay, stay, stay out his way. Stay, don't even know he exists. Yeah. And when he goes away, he comes in and he's he's gathering. He's he's getting inside him. He's he's, he's trying to possess him because she said it takes energy and time. So it's not just like a one minute job. Yeah. So by making it by making Dalton think this world's fine, like this is just a dream or whatever, is yeah. is venturing further and further out each time, and he's getting further and further away, giving the, giving the demon more time. Yeah, and then it, then then it got to the point where maybe for I'm strong enough now to fully start taking over. Mm. Then that's when he trapped Dalton in the further. Yeah, and I th- I think it for, to, to basically answer your question, when I think maybe the demon would have been given up for so long that Josh's demon, um, or whatever it is, it's taken over. Call it a parasite, don't they? Yeah, because it's been gone for so long. Maybe it's not not as attached to Josh and not watching over him that long. Because he's but forgotten. When, but when he's in the further, people start shouting his name. Yeah. And they say, like, you can hear Renee. Is it Renee? Renee and Renee's Elise shouting his and, name, saying, yeah. "Come back and stuff like this." And maybe attracted. The, yeah, the parasite thought he's back in the further, and then yeah. instantly all that it's like she was on ninety nine percent when Josh forgot. And all it needed for that one time for him to go back and that, yeah. that was enough. That's a really good point. I like that. And also, it follows through with the idea when we were talking about the paranormal last week. It talks about the... See, all, you, I know you said that it's not just demons that want to take over, it's people. But they all seem to be people with unfinished business. Like, what, you never yeah, you yeah. never see anybody looking happy yeah. or anything like that. You see a shooting happen with a whole family. There's a bride crying 
you see an old woman who looks quite distressed yeah. and it is the idea of the unfinished business Ma- thing yeah maybe it's maybe maybe that that the further well not maybe this is just this is just be a good like fan speculation but maybe it's for people who are unrightfully stripped of the life they didn't die fairly that's a good idea so because they didn't die fairly they're not ready to move on yet and they want to live a life they're not like, yeah, not ready to give up the, on life. They, they, they say, like, when I've... Uh, podcasts I've listened to when it's... They've had people who are quite much older and they say, I you scared of death, like... And they say, no, because I think when I'm ready to die, I'll have, I'll have completed my life. I'll be I'll yeah. be ready to go. Not in a depressive yeah, way, Yeah, it's when you're not ready to yeah, go. Yeah, but it's when you're not ready to go and you're, un, you're unrightfully taken. Like, maybe a car crash or something's different because that's just uh, unfortunate. But if someone takes your life or you're wrongfully... Um, convicted and mm. executed do you know what I mean? something where it's it was un, like unjustifiable yeah that's someone stole point. your life off you yeah then that's when they may be like well i want to steal one back possibly yeah that's a good point so they're in the new house now how much money this family has i have no idea because mm. you know it's you can't just sell a house then quick drop within a couple yeah, of I days yeah i thought they moved into lorraine's but that wasn't true no was it? it's the second film they end up moving into Lorraine's. But I I first off, when I saw Lorraine, yeah. I was like, oh, right, did they move in there? Yeah. Or... But yeah, no, it's the second film. There's a little... I really like this scene. It's really clever. So there's a little boy, and I love the fact that you walk past and you see him facing the wall. But if you yeah, miss it, you I, miss I it. I only ever saw it for the first time yesterday. I was going to say, I remember telling you about this, and I think it was when you first watched it, like, ever... And I was like, oh, did you see the little boy at the wall? I and you were like, I watching that screen much when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, and time. you were like, what? I never saw that. And I was like, no, he was, he was hiding. And I remember mm. nudging mum in the cinema and saying, did you see that? And she didn't see it either. And uh, the music changes, fucking tiptoeing through the tulips. And uh, the iconic. Tiptoe. <laughs> God, it is the worst song. That, it's so still scary. Today played whenever I want to scare Eloise. I'll, <laughs> I'll play tiptoe in the tulips. How many times have we. All it takes is it because our. Well. All shower, all bathroom should have a light switch on the outside unless it's a pull cord. But ours is a light switch on the outside. Right. So we can just turn it off and the person in the shower <laughs> has no control over whatever you do. So countless times I've switched it off, just let my phone up against the door, tiptoe through the tulips on full blast. And, and just, you just hear a I'll just, scream. Do you, know what, do you know what the sick thing is about it? I don't even listen for reaction. I'll just go and put my earphones on and just start playing, <laughs> start playing Xbox again knowing she's in there shitting herself. It's like, I don't, so funny. I used to listen for the actions, but now it's just... You just, just do it in, for in, sport the word, now. in the words of wait, I don't want to get this quote wrong. In the words of Harvey, no, was it Harvey Dent out of Batman who said it? Some men just want to watch the world burn. It was either Batman, uh, Officer. Oh, anyway, the quote. <laughs> I'm pissed off because that is my favourite film, but I, I haven't watched it in a long time. But yeah, it says some men just want to watch the world burn, and that's like me when I just sometimes fuck I just, Eloise up. Yeah, I just fuck up, but not even for my own satisfaction, just because it'll fuck her up. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, you know, we, she needs to be brought up in some other. Yeah, we've all been through it. We've come out. Building. We've come out reasonably all right, I suppose. I guess. So the tiptoe through the tulip song comes on, and then there's this little kids running around up and down the stairs and stuff like that and she looks in the cupboard and they shat the life out of me yeah. and then it jumps out of the cupboard above she, her yeah above her I don't think it's a little boy though I think it might be a dwarf and I don't want to no it's a it's no a it's I think boy. no if you look at its face it's got the face of an older guy I didn't get a chance to see the face I saw a glimpse but it might just be because he rushed I'm not entirely sure 
but it didn't look it didn't look like a boy in the face. Mm. It was really odd. You know, have you ever watched American Horror Story? No. It looked like somebody off that, but it yeah, it was a weird one. I don't well, think I it was. Well, watched the first season. I think. I don't think she's in the first season. So, can't. Did you not watch Asylum? I think maybe I watched bits of it. Oh, okay. That the. The name game. Yeah, that's it. I watched a few of them. Yeah, well, do you know the. I think she's called Pepper. The name rings she's, a bell. She's the deformed a... one. Yeah. The kid looks like that. Ah. And I, I, I. Well, it it did at a first glimpse, and I'm really sorry if there's like a child actor out there that's had his life ruined now, but it just at a glimpse, it looked like that. And it's the idea that. You know, Renee's like, it's not, it's followed us. Whatever it is, has followed us. And the Ren's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to have to bring it up now. I'm going yeah. to gonna have to spill the beans. So she sits Josh and Renee down and she says that she knows Renee isn't crazy. And then says that she had a dream last night and she was in, uh, she was in the house. She walked upstairs and went into Dalton's room. This fucks me right up. It's, it's so... I was thinking about it a minute ago. I think the reason I love this film so much is because you'd think with the score and stuff, it's a lot of jump scares, but it actually isn't. It's just sinister. It's so sinister. It's so eerie and creepy. And that that's, that's you. well, we say this every episode, that is what I love about horrors. Mm. There are some parts that make you jump, but I feel like most of the time there's always warning like that, I want it, I want it. You can hear him talking and getting progressively louder. Yeah. The demon face, when he's appearing behind Josh, which comes in a minute, is a jump scare, but it's... It's not like wow, like right in it's your face. It's so quick. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and like you said, the shadow and there's just so many things. And in it this. just and she says, "What does it want?" And it pointed at him, and then you just see it back, it's the, and it's it's, the, uh, it's hands lifted. The way its fingers, yeah, just like roll <clears throat> out. It's so. But the fact you're getting this reaction, it's the best portrayal yeah. of a demon. Oh yeah, in any film it is, and I until agree with revealed, that. Until it's revealed, it's fairly whack. But that's just my opinion. Not not the demon. No, I itself. completely agree. I think once you see it. It's not as scary anymore. What, it's when, when you it, see glimpses of it, it's yeah, better. Yeah, when it started rolling, like climbing along the wall, and I was like, ugh. Yeah. Like, well, we talked about this with The Exorcist, didn't we? Yeah. When, like, it's not, once you see it too much, it's not that it scary. It loses its fear factor, yeah. But I did find it, I mean, I know it's not the same film, but it's is it the last key? Insidious. Insidious and you see it. Yeah, and Elise is laid in bed, oh, and you see it, window. like yeah, popping up. And I like that because it was like scene, yeah. it was that reminder of shit. It's still there, yeah. and so I did like that. And but yeah, you you get to see the glimpse of the demon behind him, and then everybody fucking shits yeah. themselves as they rightfully would. Wonder why? Wonder why it was there? I'm not sure. It it seems as though potentially to try and link it together and make it make sense. Maybe at the, because at this point, uh, the the demon's pretty much about to gain control of yeah. Dalton's body. Um, so maybe when they've got that much power, they've got it's almost like they've got the foot in the real world. So now they can make themselves appear in the real yeah. world. Because before Josh's mum only saw him in a dream, mm. whereas now is is he because he's got his foot in the door of being back in in the in, uh, in this dimension. Mm. Can he make himself appear as and when he chooses? Yeah, and the thing is as well, like Elise explains. A demon's intent is to cause pain and suffering, yeah. and so you know their fear is probably yeah. is enjoying it. Yeah. Like it seems to be enjoying it, <laughs> and so they get the experts in, and these two make me laugh. They make me chuckle. They remind me the two men who come in and do the paranormal stuff of the older version of the brothers in 
the Lost Boys because they just make me chuckle. Yeah. They just it's the little one liners and they're always trying to one up each other paranormal wise. I think sometimes it gets a bit too kind of Yeah, too duh, much. Duh, duh. Do you know what I mean? Like we're really dumb, but yeah. you're right. It it I think they come into the film very late, so it makes it hard to get a really Yeah like understandable bond with them like that you don't know about their past lives or anything it is i think it is just a bit of a most horror films have that comedic they need the comedic i think it's to i don't think it's there because it's like oh yeah we'll just throw these two characters in. i think it's the down. relief yeah it's yeah. the idea of right bring it back down slightly because i've just seen this demon which when elise turns up i think elise is just she's just the ray of light you needed in I this love film so much because this is this film it makes you it, you, you you don't see any other option because normally when, when someone's getting possessed they're still in control of their own body and they can say fight like and you fight the demon out of your own body but at this point Dalton's a lost cause like nobody knows what to do yeah so Elise just seems like the answer to all your problems which is why it hurts so much when she dies at the end oh Dalton because I know I, I absolutely love her she's like you just want her to be your grandma don't you but she's the, just the, so cute they do smash it in the sense where a lot a lot of things well a lot of um a lot of films or TV series even, they'll, they'll kill a character off, realise I made a mistake, and then just throw him in there like he's either like a ghost or mm. a, a prequel. But they, you can tell they just wanted the character back in there for the fans she was to popular. smile. But they, they did it in a way where it can't, it just felt like it all time. That was always yeah. the plan. It the, made the, a lot of sense. It yeah. wasn't just, oh shit, we've got to throw her back in. Yeah, we, we'll chuck her back in as like, it's like in, in the further. But it yeah. was, it, she had a part, to, she was a, like, a pawn in the game. Yeah, I mean, they killed Randy off in Scream 2 and he was a fan favourite. And then they brought him back in the third one to do yeah, the but video. But it was like, well... I'm, I'm sure they'd have loved to have him more in the film but without losing all credibility to the storyline. They couldn't. All they could do was a little Nobody cameo. Nobody wanted him in the film. What do you mean? He got his lawyers involved in the second one. That's why he was in the second one. He wasn't meant to be in the second one. Was he not? No. But, it, but, either, but he was a either, fan favourite. He was either, either way, he'd have lost, the, the, the film would have lost credibility if he'd have been brought back into it. Yeah. So I think if they was to bring him back and try and force a role on him, like give him half an hour screen time, you, you could tell it would have been forced. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that once I'd seen the second and third, and realized that Elise is actually still a key part in the story. She links it all. Yeah, she? that, and she's still got plenty of screen time, but it's justifiable screen time. She's not just on there for the sake of being in the film. I mean, the last key is all about her, isn't it? Yeah, it's her. It's, it's, it's her, her life. Running, it's a life yeah. story, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, she is a ray of light. But back to the two guys that come in <laughs> i really like this it's it reminded me of the shining quite a lot as well when he's going around with the camera yeah and the uv light when the two, when the two people are stood there that's scary as fuck yeah and but the, they're just standing there at first and then they go them grins mate what? they they show truth or dare how to do it they, yeah that's what i'm i was just about to say that that the, the look that the, they're just a lot the more creepy because that family do it in the further later on don't they yeah are they not the same family i don't think they, so the two sisters. The, the, it was more than... It, it, I don't think there was two sisters in that family. I think the daughter shot him up. There was a wife, husband, There was a wife, a husband. Grandma. No, there was a wife, a husband and a daughter. The sis, They're very alike, the sisters. Oh, maybe. They look like twins and that's why it gave me the Shining vibes. And so they're like, as soon as he sees that, he's like, no, we uh, we need to call Elise. Yeah. So Elise comes in. Oh, Lynn Shea in this role. You know what? She's, in, she's been in quite a few things. She was in A Nightmare on Elm Street. She played the teacher. She was in this really gross one. I can't remember what it's called, but she was in that. But this is her career-defining moment, and I quite like that it's happened now because, you know, she's definitely an older actress, but yeah. she she just made it, and this bit shit me up. I think, actually, this is one of my favourite bits. 
So she goes upstairs and asks to see Dalton. And uh, she's saying how lovely he is and, you know, know going for a long sleep. And then she sort of looks up. And I think the scariest thing is we don't see what she's looking at. Yeah, that's if it had given like a flash image of what she'd have been looking at, I'd have been like... Elise's facial expressions in that in that she's shot is is a joke. Like you can, it's almost like a stare down. But you can tell when like the the looking at each other and then like like you can tell in Elise's voice. It seems like it's getting closer to her. And like is it like I'd imagine. Do it, you think it can see her? Yes, definitely. Do you think it's watching? Game recognizes game. <laughs> I like that. I do. I, th- I think he. I do. I, th- I think people like Elisa, like Batman and. The Joker or yeah. or um, Spider Man and the Green Goblin, then know that those like we're on a level. You you can, I can't physically hurt you, and you can't physically hurt me. But you have the capabilities to hurt me, and I have the capabilities to hurt you. And I and I think it's almost like I thought you were referring to me and you then, and I was like, I'm no, not no, I, th- I, th- I think it's just two yeah. worlds collide, and it's just their, their awareness of each other. Like they know that each other don't. They also they know that like oh god it's so weird but it's almost like I'd imagine for a demon if I was a demon I'd find it quite amusing and I'd want to play on it like yeah. like you you love you, you love me yeah like I'd, just start fucking like, it up I would be on the roof more. just staring at like yeah like look look then. at me you cunt and but obviously at least don't see the funny side in it and just like you can tell how much you can tell how she is not pissed. not She's yeah, like... not scared she looks but it almost like we, like we've got something big on our hands here yeah there's something definitely scaring her and. She said, you know what, I heard this as well and I, I sort of wish they'd gone with this for the demon because whether or not I actually didn't see it or not on the demon because we never get really a full glimpse at his body. Whenever we do, it's sort of like very brief yeah. flashes. But she whispers something to the guy that's pe- sketching and she says, you can see all of its internal organs. And I'd have fucking loved to see yeah, that. Like just sick. have its like body open. Yeah. Oh God, that'd have been so good. But I'd like to see that. And she sits them both down because Renette... Oh, this bit pissed me off a little bit. I was like, Renee, just let her carry on. You've just you've called her here. Don't fucking turn the yeah, light on and snatch the, the sketch pad and... off him. And so they go downstairs and they they sort of admit this is what's been going on and she says it's not the house that's haunted, it's your son. She then goes on to explain to Josh that he was like well, she goes to explain that Dalton's an astral projector and he gets it from you, Josh, because you are also a very good yeah. astral projector. And Josh doesn't have a clue. And I you know what? You were saying earlier about, you know, well, he's all these things and, he's, you know, he's not a bad person. You think about what he's done. At this bit, I completely understand where he's coming from. He's just had these memories that he's repressed constantly and he's, you know, managed to shut out. Yeah. And not through any fault of his own. Like, he was tr- sort of hypnotised to do it almost. Yeah. And, you know, it's all flooding back to him and it's overwhelming. And, you know, if somebody tried to sit here and tell me that the exact same, I'd be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't believe them. And I I understand that, okay. But at, at the same point, like, is he sort of like, no, you you're trying to play on it. You're taking advantage. This is ridiculous. Which I'm is how a lot this. of people would and look at it. And he's protecting his family. And I think at this, I actually put, um, Josh, you're a massive dick. And then I was like, actually, re- listen to it through now. I'm like, actually, no. He is protecting his family there because he thinks that Elise is playing on their Yeah, you've, you've got... We spoke about this in the first Ghost episode, I think. Yeah. Because you're, you're quite a big believer in psychic mediums and stuff. Yeah. Whereas I'm not. So I'd, if someone, for example, came up to me and started talking about mum, but I know that they knew who I was before we met, mm. 
I'd be like, you sick bastard, you're using, you're using my problems. And that's all he thinks. He thinks these people yeah, are after definitely. a bit of, He thinks they're after a bit of money. The, the, like, the, it's like giving a mention and taking a mile. Like, you've told them the son's... Some stuff's happening yeah, in the so house. Yeah, so it's like, oh, it's got to be this, it's got to be this. And yeah. to us who know that this is this is real, we're like, no, jo- like Josh yeah, fucking listen. Yeah, Josh, believe them. And, and after, his, after his wife spoke, after Renee's spoken to him, he, he calms down, he... He sees how much it means to her and thinks if it if it's if it's a chance we'll take it. So fair enough. Well, there's slightly. This is what I mean by gaslight. He gaslights her at this point, and I don't like that. I I understand completely where he's coming from. Renee's like, you know, please believe me. You said you believed me. This this this, and she's like, this is our only chance. This explains what's been happening. And he's like, and he says to her, of course I believe you. I moved I moved houses for you, and I don't like this because he gaslights her into it. It's almost him pushing on her. Then I'd say the same fucking thing. To but be fair. It, but to to an eye that recognizes it, it's sort of like. I don't fucking believe any of this. I've done this all for you because you're you're seeing crazy shit. And I don't whether that's what it comes across as or not. It that is what it's sort but of implies. I'd, I'd still say even then that's a valid point. I'd it, mm. essentially I, I'd imagine he's lost money on this house yeah. move. Yeah. And he's he's done it for her. He didn't but he didn't believe in his mind. He told her, "I believe you." Moved house for, and yeah, you're right. Maybe he is saying it in the sense where he's saying, "I don't believe you," but I, yeah, I still fucking moved house for you. Yeah. Which is a valid point, but. I don't know. I, th- I think I'm not sure. I think maybe a mother's love's different, and she'll she'll believe anything to try and yeah, save a definitely. kid. Whereas he, he thinks He's I'm already down. I don't want to get kicked again by yeah. p- paying out these fees or whatever. Yeah, and I get that. But at the same point, it, it it's the idea of you know the, it, it's pushing the whole thing onto her, and I, I don't like that. But I understand why he is protective, and he sends Elise packing. This made me laugh. This bit, I was pissing myself. So he goes into Dalton's room, and he's like, "Where are you, buddy?" Blah, 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 blah. Fucking turns around. And all these pictures are sort of revealing exactly what Elise I've has li- done. I've literally put, where is it? They had to put these pictures up. How fucking long did it take you to notice them drawings? Like, <laughs> they're, they're not the drawings of a normal kid. Like, Red Doors, fucking demon face. Dalton's fucking spelled it out for them. Tonight I went to sleep and saw my own body. Yeah, I watched, tonight I watched myself sleep or something. It's like, come on, crazy. Josh. So, like, the thing is as well, they'd moved house. So they'd have had to actively take all these down yeah. and then put them back but up I th- again. I think that that's used there as a, like, oh, one yeah. of the things that swayed it, Josh to believe It them. is funny, though. Yeah. How it's just like, oh, shit, after all that. But actually, if it hadn't been... If it had just been like the picture of the demon and stuff like that, I maybe that would have pushed the Josh the other way because Elise was in that room with him. Yeah, maybe. And so maybe it's like, all right, I can see that. Okay, mm. let's start drawing. And she's sort of just describing what he's drawing. So I don't know. It threw me a little bit. But yeah, Dalton has fucking narrated this comic strip for them saying, yeah. I am astral projecting. Somebody fucking help me. Yeah, couldn't have made it much more obvious. Yeah. Okay, so then we hit the... <laughs> <laughs> so we just tried to I just tried, we just paused the podcast and I tried to resume it and you repeat the same thing four times over because I kept pressing the wrong button right okay so the next scene that we've got then is the seance so Josh is like oh shit yeah Elise was not lying we need to call them back gas mask scary as fuck really this is where it lost it a bit for me no fuck that it was terrifying bro I just love how they're all sitting in this fucking circle in Dalton's bed bedroom and <laughs> Like, they're all sitting there, and it looks quite traditional. And then she's like, nah, fuck this. Pulls out this fucking gas mask. It just it just scares the fuck out of me. I, I think gas masks are scary. I'd have been fucked during the wars. Really? Oh, mate, they terrified me. I could not wear a gas mask. So if I... 
<laughs> if I purchased a gas mask, not that I would, but then just like stood out your bedroom door and open, like you opened the I'd, door and I'd stomp. shit myself. I think gas masks are the scariest really? looking things. That's and I, th- I think it's just, I think it's just not just a gas mask because I think they'll look quite scary, but all this, the reasoning for a gas mask, like you think about all the wars, all the oh, people yeah. that lost lives. And I think there's just, and there was a Doctor Who episode, I think, even though I don't watch really watch Doctor Who, but I somehow managed to watch. Yeah. I think Dad watched them, maybe. Yeah, Dad, when David Tennant was on it. Yeah, and it. there was a gas mask thing in there, and that yeah, scared yeah, yeah. the fuck of me. Fuck of me. Scared the fuck out of me. Gucci <laughs> <laughs> <Could you> sack. <laughs> out fucking in the woods. <laughs> anyway, seance. Anyway. <laughs> so the seance comes up. I re- Whilst the gas mask just made me like, roll my eyes a little bit, although it was scary for you, Um I really liked the note-taking scene. So when they're all trying to talk to Dalton and yeah. he gets through and he's like, he can't hear me. He, you know, he, he, I can't let him hear me. He's close, he's coming, he's coming. And then suddenly the note-taking starts to change and it's like, you bitch. There's like a pause that goes from Dalton saying, help me, help me. And it's like, and, and when you look going further in the, when you go further into the further later on, and you see where Dalton is and how he's being treated. It's almost like that demon would have heard him, gone down and took over. It's like a phone call took over. Yeah. And I, when I say game recognises game, I think he knows he's talking to Elise and that's what just like, oh, bitch. Like, yeah. I will rip kill- out your yeah. innards. I love that bit. I will rip out your innards. What yeah. a fucking comeback. Quite a sophisticated demon. Not yeah. just, I want to see what your inside looks like. Got- I will rip out your innards. I will rip out your innards. <laughs> Imagine that we're just talking. I was like, I will rip your innards out. <laughs> Can you imagine? We never get to hear his voice. Can Hello? you imagine if he crops up with that? Hello? Who's this? Give <laughs> me with the phone, dick. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> so, the everything starts kicking off and then they sort of turn around and the monitor stops going for Dalton. <laughs> Fucking Dalton's next to one of them. He stood next to him. Yeah, yeah, and he uses like magic forces to like push everybody back and everything's kicking off. Fucking Edward Cullen comes in licks Roseburn, licky licky demon that's what I called him and like everything's kicking off Elise is like ah oh, shit yeah. so she's grabbing hold of Dalton and she's like leave this body leave this body and then they turn around and she's like leave this body now and it's just it's the most ridiculous shot and I can't help it but it's just it's the camera point of view where Elise is grabbing him and like her nostrils are all fled it yeah. just makes me piss but it is a good it's a good shot but it's just hilarious and they flick back and the two men are talking afterwards and because the camera's been flashing when things are happening when the spirit's taking place and there's a video camera going off as well and he says look what i caught and he takes frame it frame by, by frame. frame and the demon is using him as a puppet it looks fucking it sick is amazing. stuff like that is what just i think puts this film above the rest yeah it is fantastic it goes so much more in depth on because mo- like it like you say it's like it's like shows i'm using him as a puppet figure i'm controlling what he does yeah so yeah, I I, I love and I, that's the first time I noticed it yesterday. First time I noticed it in the film. Yeah, I have I, I've not watched this film that many times because it did scare the shit mm. out of me for it's a long a scary time. Film. It is scary. Yeah, so everything's revealed back to Josh astral projecting, and you know Elise gives him the warnings. This reminds me of like Randy's like there are certain rules yeah. you need to do to survive the further, and it's things like don't draw attention to yourself. You know, try not to get lost. Um, 
and it talks we get a more of a glimpse about the old woman as well so that was haunting josh and yeah. he was like who is she and he was like she was like she's a parasite you see when they're in the further josh meets the demon don't she yeah and she's laughing at him well it turns out to be a him done it it's a man who it's dresses david, up as a woman david crane i think yeah and uh you see him laughing and you think she's laughing because she thinks you're out again like yeah. you're mine now I've only just thought about it now, but maybe that's why she's just there laughing at him. Yeah, because then she sort of disappears yeah. with the candle. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So she's talking about, you know, <laughs> but this makes me laugh as well because it's like, right, you know, just trying not to draw attention to yourself. He fucking walks out the door with a lantern and he's like, Dalton! Have you was, seen my son? He's you like, might as Jesus well be Christ. wearing a fucking Kiss Me Quick t-shirt and being on holiday at the further at this point and I was just pissing myself. But it was, yeah, he's walking around trying to find his son and bless him what I didn't get as well Dalton was there magically like what the fuck was that like did he did he ask does Dalton astral project out yeah I know it's any guys in the right way doesn't yeah, it yeah and I don't get that it's a very odd one but yeah he's there anyway so he draws him in the right way you get the <laughs> I was just laughing as well before he actually got to the point where they were he was going to sleep because I liked this bit where he, she set the metronome off and it was ticking yeah. and then I was like is she just chatting shit to get him to sleep or is what she's saying actually meaning anything? Because yeah. I was like, that is boring as. So he gets towards the... The first thing is the he sees a bride running upstairs and crying and then she's in the corner and sort of points downwards and so he goes downstairs and then sees the family. Now that was creepy shit. Yeah, that was a creepy scene. Yeah, and I like how it's set in freeze frames as well. So you, at first you just get this family that are all sitting together then he goes into another room and sees a girl sitting on her own yeah and then she come you hear the gun loaded clock like locking clap, yeah like, locking uh, no, you know what called? i meant what's it fucking called barrel in. no there's a cocking a gun cocking a gun cocking that's a it gun, yeah. yeah you hear the gun cock and then you the next thing you know is like the family's all dead sort of laid there and she's got that like medical grin smile. on her it's face. Awful. Oh, it is creepy as. And so he sort of runs off. Well, not sort of. He, he he's out of there. And then you also get the licky licky demon comes back, and Josh is he's fighting Josh, and Josh is getting his ass whooped. Yeah. And then Elise is like, "You're stronger than they are. You're alive. You've got something Sends more than flying, they are." Yeah. Sends him flying. He's out of it. The cute little um. And then we, I, the demon makes me laugh in this bit. I think it sort of loses it a bit in this bit. So he walks into this demon's lair, and Dalton's sitting there with a chain around his ankle. And this fucking demon's just minding his own business, sharpening yeah. his claws. He's not doing out. He's got his little eye on the screen, just chilling. See, I like that, and I don't at the same time. I like that they put that in a film, and it like you see a demon in his natural habitat so to speak it's like his layer isn't it but do you know what the one scene is that probably does it for me it's that it's the big glass where you can see i think you see too much of his face too long there's like a magnifying glass in his eyes it's on his eye and that yeah and i just think just 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 get the pan the camera around and just see it like looking at this thing i don't like when there's a still frame like a a fierce frame image of the of the villain or the demon or whatever it is in a horror it just loses it for me. Yeah. I'd imagine for some people it makes it better because they know what they're up against. Whereas me, yeah. I, I get like, scared. I get scared because it's the unknown. You get scared about what you can't see. Yeah, yeah, and he he looks he does look very Darth Morley at this point. Yeah, as well when you pause. So the demon is 
you know, just sharpening his claws, doing, living his best life. Demon is thriving. Dalton's crying on the floor and Josh runs over to him and he's like, Dad, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. Just makes me pissed. Just click. Opens a shackle jail yeah. like it's nothing. You know, Dalton, could you not have done that yourself, you little shit? And so... Lazy cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you dropped the C-bomb twice in this episode. Oh, shit. No, I twice? When was the first time? You, you said it like off the cuff. Oh, right. I think you were saying it when... Well, we're British, so... You were saying it when El, uh, Elise and the demon were having a face. <laughs> oh, that was that, did I? That's what you, you were saying. Like, come, like Green Street, come on, you cunt. <laughs> I want you first, you cunt. Get here, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Dunham fucking stood in the top of the room. She's drawing a picture and she just has a picture of Pete Dunham in a Stone Island. <laughs> Pointing at you. Your country needs you. Pointing at you. <laughs> demon needs you <laughs> this vessel needs you <laughs> right okay so yeah the and dalton sort of looks up oh my god i know where i know this kid from it's been pissing me off for about three days he's in jurassic world he's a little kid in jurassic world not, not seen it what not seen jurassic world well they've seen jurassic park and the second one we not seen jurassic world no <laughs> jurassic world it's a proper good film anyway he looks up and he says, Dad, he's seen us. And the demon's just like chilling, yeah. like with his face press goes to class and it's his pissed. fucking tongue comes out. It's yeah, snake it's tongue. a snake tongue. Oh, I like that. I didn't like that. I think I, like I think that. I lost it for me at that point. And I was too busy at that point because I'd heard about the innards thing. I was like, Does he have innards? Yeah. Can you see his organs? So I was I was sort of watching for that. And then he's like, right, fuck it. And so they're all out, they're running, they're flying back through the further. It's they've only got a lantern, so it's really difficult for him to see. And in in the end, Dalton sort of Josh gets stopped because yeah, they're all crowding him, aren't they? And he ends up sort of like Dalton, go get back yeah. to your body. You you can hear him on because by yeah. this point, Elise is like, um, call them back. Renee, you need to call yeah. them back. They need to follow your voice. And so Dalton runs back up towards his room. The demons following him. That's when you get the yellowy cat eyes, yeah. and. Josh is sort of like trying to make his way through to the further and he's nearly at that point where he meets uh, Renee and you know he, you get sort of like a split screen at this point because then in reality everything starts coming through yeah. to the real world because I think it's because Josh left his vessel open essentially and it allowed yeah. for people to want to come grab it yeah and so they're coming out the this is where it got silly for me yeah, a little I bit agree. They, they were coming out the drawers they were coming out of everywhere they were flying around there was loads of them and Dalton manages to sort of weave through and the demon's chasing him up the wall and grabbing him and trying to fly back. But he does get back to his body eventually. Yeah. And by this point, uh, Josh is facing yeah. David Crane. And we don't know who that is yet. And I really like that we find out who that is later on. Yeah, it's a weak demon, I think, personally. I, I don't, don't think it's a demon. You think it's just a, a tampered I think spirit? It, like it's a, she calls one. it a parasite, doesn't she? Not a demon. I think... Because David Crane murdered a lot of people, didn't he? He was a murderer. But he was... We call Yeah, he was forced to be a she. Yeah. And he, there was a lot of trauma from that. And I think Well, we spoke like, about this on the podcast of a week. Like, does it justify... Yeah. Yeah, so... And so I think it's a it's not quite a demon, but it's a bad person. But do you think Fireface is a demon? Yes. Right. But do you... What I'm also going to add here is, do you think... so? The, the people we were talking about this in the podcast last week as well do you think everybody in the further is sort of like it's a punishment for quite a few people because the walking around lost forever mm. 
and it, it, I don't know, it, is it is the further hell? Because they never mention think, like a heaven or a hell. He- I don't think the further's hell. I'm not sure what it is. It, I it's like, like to think of it as the dark this. web. Mm. Like you've got Internet Explorer, which is the real world, but then you've got the dark web, which is some weird shit. And the deeper you go down the rabbit yeah. hole, the worse it becomes. And you've been on the dark web. I had a go. I've been on it. It's fucked up, man. Have you? Yeah. Oh, like, have you been on it like a lot, a lot? Like no, no, I've been on it a couple of times. I tried uh, to get on it once, but I, I didn't get very far. The thing is that there's, there's a dark web and the deep web. The mm. deep web is just. Uh, the, the tar, I think it's called a tar, yeah. onion tar or something. Yeah, that's, that's, how, what that's I tried how you to get on it. Um, and that's just like illegal firearms that you can purchase, drugs you can purchase, like you can essentially purchase anything online. Right. That's a deep web, whereas a dark web, um, that's where fucked up shit goes. And I think it's quite hard to get on the dark web. You can't. I, Have I, you been on the dark web? No. no, I've been on the deep web, but I never, I never made it to the dark web. I did try looking just out of pure curiosity, but yeah, because it's so much you hear about. I, th- I you think you've either got to get extremely lucky. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it too much. But I think you've got, you've got to, the 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 stars have got to align. You've got to click on the right links and or spoke to the right people. Or you've got to know someone who knows how to get on there. Right. I don't think it's necessarily like you can just log on. And if you could, if somebody on. said to you, I'd, "I'll let you on it for an hour," would you go on it? Yeah, of course I would. Just out of curiosity. I think I would as well. Because obviously, because of the gruesome stuff that happens on there, there's no actual evidence of any of it happening. Yeah. Like I know for a fact that people use them to buy drugs, and I know for a fact that you yeah, can buy guns and stuff. Yeah, it was Silk Road. Silk, wasn't it? Silk Road, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, but the dark web, it's all stories. Essentially, it's a creepypasta. It does exist, though. I, I, I believe. Mm. But obviously, because of the gruesome activities that goes on, there's never any footage of it or anything. So, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have a look. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Anyway. Josh faces this demon and it's like, you can't get to me. You, you know, leave me alone. Get yeah. away from me. Get away from me. And then it sort of like goes back and Josh wakes up and gets back into his body. And all seems well. Everything's fucking great. Dalton's eating some pasta. Like, you go, kid. Yeah. Live your best. And, you know, it, this makes me laugh. This bit where he's like, I'm tired. And she's like, you're never sleeping again. And which you would rightly be. Can you imagine now, though? Like, as a parent, every time your child goes to bed, you're thinking, shit, not again. <laughs> Can you not, like, tie your spirit down <laughs> to some sort of room? Yeah, you think so. Yeah, but anyway, um, Elise and Josh are packing things up and he's saying, you know, I can't believe all this stuff's happened to me. Like, you know, and I'm so grateful for you for helping my family and blah, blah, blah. And Josh hands her something, hands her some pictures over and he's like, oh, we won't be needing these. And she takes it, and as she takes it, she she senses something isn't right, it's and she looks hand. down, and his hand looks like the old woman's, yeah. and uh, she's sort of put off, and he doesn't really notice anything, and then she picks up the camera as he turns around. Fatal mistake. And it's the fatal mistake, and she takes the picture, and he kicks the fuck off, and strangles her, and this is it's a really violent scene, I think. It's an awful end. Not as in, it's a bad ending, but it's just it's an sad. awful one it's to so watch. Sad. Yeah, because Elise is just. She's a legend. Yeah, she is. She's she's so amazing. And she's so. Like, she didn't charge any money for it that we know of. She's just. Yeah. It, you know, she was just kind and doing it out of the goodness of her heart. But, by the same count, Elise, why did you take the picture? If you already saw the hand and you had an inkling, surely you would know that, you know whatever was going to happen was going to reveal that you knew. The thing is, I think Elise fears nothing. So, she'd have just... Assumed she could deal with it, maybe. Yeah, and maybe she was seeing something, she thought, I just want to check. 
Um, but yeah, it, it turned out to be a fatal mistake. Yeah. Do you think that if she if he hadn't killed Elise and she hadn't taken that picture, do you think something bad would have happened that night? Possibly. Do you think maybe that's why she took the picture? Like, I can't take any risks Maybe here. the plan always was to take out Elise because it was Elise who made hit Josh forget that he could and do that. Arguably, the rest of the film sort of follow Elise around. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree with that. That's... Yeah, she, so she strangles... Uh, sorry, he strangles uh, Elise to death. Bit unbelievable, this scene, in terms of you would fucking hear it from the next yeah. room. They're just in the kitchen eating pasta. It's not like they've got a massive you know music blaring and yeah, stuff definitely. but um i always want to call the rain renee goes into the living room and she's looking for josh and elise and she finds elise dead and absolutely shits her pants she's running around trying to find josh yeah. i mean oh god what must be going through her mind i don't have any idea and then she sees the camera on the floor and she picks it up and you just see hear a gasp and on the picture you can see you get a woman. flashback of her yeah. taking it and she's there and it makes me jump that she moves really yeah, quickly because you think it's just a camera, frozen yeah. thing and she's standing there and yeah and then you just hit feel josh's hand on her back and he's like i'm here honey and that's the end of the film that is. Oh, it's a good what film. A film. Yeah, and it, I, I like the second one as well. Yeah, I look forward to doing that it's one a, as well. Yeah, it's a solid sequel. Who's Would You Rather, is it? Yours. Is it? Yeah. Right. I'll think of one while I think of the fact. Why are you going, running through the facts? Okay. It's everybody's favourite bit where Oliver fucks up the millions. Right. What did we say? A million out, wasn't it? So yeah. if, if you said like 23 million and it was 24 million, you can have it. Yeah. Or yeah. 22 million. Yeah. Have it. yeah. Right. So what was the budget for this film? The respectable actors. Mm -hmm. So that's going to cost them a lot. They are respectable actors. I'm going to go with... See, I don't think the film particularly would have cost a lot to make in terms of, a lot of CGI special effects. And, yeah. yeah. A lot of stunt doubles, though. 48 million. So that's what you think the budget was? 1.5 million. Fucking hell. Did not cost a lot to make. Jesus. I'm just questioning whether that's a dot. <laughs> Or it's 15 million. It looks like a dot. I think it's 1.5. Either way, I'm well out. Either way, you're well out, yeah. What was the box office then? What did it bring in? 280 million. 99.5 million. Nowhere oh, near that. I thought it was massive. <laughs> no, it wasn't. One of the biggest paranormal activity yeah. when it came out. But I think it's definitely better than paranormal activity. Yeah. But uh, no, there was... It. Uh, I mean, it still did a solid God knows what million over it so yeah. they smashed it so behind the scenes footage footage oh bollocks behind the... <laughs> <laughs> fucked it behind the scenes facts the film was shot in only three weeks fuck off no devil serious it was shot in three weeks jesus the original name for the film was the further that made sense i won't, I won't yeah. be mad about that because i don't know when they changed it because elise mentions she's like it's a demon and it's got a far more insidious agenda. And I was yeah, like, name drop. Yeah. But then I was like, did that change it? Yeah, the further would have been good because then it could have been like the chronicles from the further. Yeah. Um, there were only 33 violins in the soundtrack. Fucking hell. That was all there was. 
At around nine minutes into the film, a black cat is sitting on the front lawn of the house. It's superstition to be uh, struck with bad luck and misfortune. Oh. And I never saw the cat, and I was I like, didn't. I love to see a cat in a film, so I was just like, shit. Um, the lipstick face demon, Joseph Bashara, I think that's how you say his name, I haven't murdered it, also produced the music for the film. Ah, cool. So he was the composer. Uh, because of the film's scary nature, James Wan would take the boys, the younger boys in the film, to see the demon makeup being done as not to frighten them. Oh, so they yeah. showed him like the process and the demon would off, like often come and sit with them and have conversations with them yeah. just to sort of like dull that fear because... It's scary looking. Yeah, I mean, I know the young actors, but it's scary. Like yeah. for adults, it's scary. So I don't know. Um, and also, they literally call him the lipstick demon because that was was what was used to paint his face. That's cool. Red lipstick. Nice. Yeah, and that was it for it. They didn't have many behind the scenes facts. It's really difficult. Like it was with Friday the uh, the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. It was really difficult to find standalone behind the scenes facts for the one Dot film. Result, yeah, because it usually it's like twenty five things you didn't know from the franchise, yeah. and it's like three or four of them. But also another thing, you know, you've watched Sinister, haven't you? Yeah. Well, Ethan Hawke, who was the lead in Sinister, was meant to be the lead in Insidious. I wouldn't be mad with that either. I'm, yeah. glad, he, I'm glad it, it wasn't. But... I bet he was pissed off because Sinister didn't pull in near enough yeah, as much as, as Insidious did. And also as well, The Conjuring, Insidious and Sinister are all in similar worlds. So it's all like in the same sort yeah, of world. Yeah, you get that vibe from But they, he directed them all. So yeah. it it's sort of the idea. He's definitely got a, a handle on it. I'm interested to see what he does. Well, he doesn't do anything with The Conjuring 3 because he's not directing it. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see how different that looks. But reportedly as well, like a just little brief fact, I don't know how true it was because I got about to page 30 on Google and then it started saying some weird shit. But Insidious 5, Patrick Wilson is supposed to be directing. Who's that? Josh. Oh, really? So he's supposed to be acting and directing it, mm. which people do. It's not like a, something that's not done. But yeah, whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. So, I'm going to give you a scenario instead okay. of a would you rather. <clears throat> when do we ever actually do would you rather's? It's just going to stick now, isn't it? Yeah. So, and don't all jokes aside. Right. Eloise gets lost in the further. <laughs> and someone <laughs> Keep says... <her> there. <laughs> someone says, I can pass you the ability to go in there. But it's going to be like how it is in Insidious. Uh... Or the other option is you can turn a blind eye and just let bygones be bygones. Pretend that you never knew. <laughs> like, no one knows that you know what's up with her. The real question is, like, would we notice whether the demon had taken over <laughs> Eloise or not by that point? She's all right. Maybe when she was 13, then maybe, yeah. yeah. Would have, maybe we would have welcomed it. would have been like, yeah, come on it. in. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were doing Ouija balls next door. <laughs> Seance. There's a vessel please. next door. I promise no one's Open vessel. Uh, open vessel. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, I'd I'd go in to get her, but I think that's because she's like I think of her as like a daughter, and you know yeah. if she was in serious danger, taking it that I believed it as well and everything, I'd go in and try and find what? her. I can't remember the demon on the conjuring. There's there's a couple. There's Bathsheba. What do they look like? She she looks a bit like the Exorcist. Um person. Gonna say Reagan, which one, I was going to say which one would you rather be possessed by? Like which would be the Ooh. least? The Conjuring one or the, the Insidious one? I, I don't think I'd would you rather at all. 
Maybe if you have I'm to, trying pick, to one, pick one. Which is the scariest? I don't think it'd be in terms of scary. I'd pick. Um, I reckon I'd pick the demon from Insidious. Yeah. Only because I know that Bathsheba's goal is to murder what's close to you and kill like the child, and so I wouldn't want to do that. But the Insidious demon, like it might do that, but you're taking a bit more of a gamble, aren't you? Like you can do whatever it wants. Seems pretty chill. Point. Yeah. Just let him sharpen its fucking claws. He looks after himself. He's so cute, really. No, like, is no scary he's not. He's, he's shit scary. I try and like. I had to watch uh, The Office after watching Insidious <laughs> because I didn't want to sleep because I'd watched it quite late at night and I was like, fuck, sleep now. That's that's it's, it's like proof of how good of a film it is when you can watch it over and over and you still yeah. still leave them oh, like, I, I was at work when I watched it. I was working a late shift and I had to go, I told you I had to go in to do a job in the workshop and it, it, the lights were like were off and stuff and I was the door creaked behind me and I was like, yeah, fuck this. I was like, I'm not <laughs> I'm doing out. that. So... This might be another repeat. We've got to have a... Wait, let's have a film in mind in case we... In case it's a double. Jaws. Jaws? Yeah, should we do Jaws? Jaws? Should we throw it back? Yeah, go on then, let's watch Jaws. We'll do Jaws. If Jaws. this film isn't... A... If this film isn't what it's supposed to be. Because we've done like 10 episodes... Well, 9, 10 episodes now of horror horrors, so let's do a bit of a change. Oh shit, I've just got 10. So, door number 9. Yeah. What's it be? I feel like it's going to be a double. I feel like they I are feel like it up. might be a double. Yeah, but there's another. There's a film that we haven't watched yet. Yeah, on it. I think it's a Little Shop of Monsters, or Little Shop of Horrors. Really? It's a musical. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. I can tell you my review on that now if you want to save everyone an hour. Right. Okay. Who is it going to be? Annabelle's still on there. To be fair. Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle. There we go. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I like Annabelle. Yeah, stick with the Insidious theme. Oh, look at it. It's quite cute actually. So, tune in next week when we'll be watching Annabelle. Thanks for listening. Bye.